you were inspired by somebody and you have a request, make it. That is why you are here. Experiment with it. And I think you will be shocked about what happens. I love this challenge to action. Expanding possibilities, the mindset zone. I'm your host, Anna Malikian. And before we start with today's show, please remember to visit mindset.zone. Yes, instead of .com, it's .zone. There you can find all the episodes and other amazing resources, all at mindset.zone. I still remember clearly walking down the stairs in my family house where I grew up in Portugal, thinking about something I wanted to do. Without saying anything to my mom about my desires, she would somehow suggest the same thing I had been thinking. And just like that, her suggestion was the kiss of death to my desire. (gasps) Maybe this is typical teenage resistance. Annoying as it must have been to my mother, perhaps my resistance was good. A sign I wanted to create my own way and identity. Fast forward to the present time, now in my late 40s. I still sometimes get the knee-jerk reaction of resisting things that are good for me. In 2021, I have come across the work of Mel Robbins several times. By reference to her book, The Five-Second Rule, her keynotes, or interviews she did in podcasts and other media, my first impression of Mel was very positive. I like her high energy and go-getter attitude. My curiosity was further sparked by her telling the story that her five-second rule was almost an afterthought to end her now-famous TEDx, How to Stop Screwing Yourself Over. So I decided to watch it. I thought she had done a great job and found the five-second rule concept. Interesting. Here is how Mel explains it. If you have one of those little impulses that are pulling you, if you don't merit with an action within five seconds, you pull the emergency brake and kill the idea. Kill it. If you have the impulse to get up and come dance while the band is playing, if you don't stand up, In five seconds, you are going to pull the emergency brake. If you have an impulse, you were inspired by somebody's speech today, and you don't do something within five seconds, write a note, send yourself a text, anything physical to merit with idea, you will pull the emergency brake and kill the idea. She follows up by saying, and I absolutely love this part. Your problems isn't ideas. Your problem is you don't act on them. You kill them. It's not my fault. It's not anybody's fault. You are doing it to yourself. Stop it. Then she goes on 
to challenge the audience. I want you to practice the five-second rule. You see somebody that you think you have an impulse, they look interesting, walk over there. You were inspired by somebody and you have a request, make it. That is why you are here. Experiment with it. And I think you will be shocked about what happens. I love this challenge to action. It's a great example of how we can start the change process through a simple act. Just doing it. But do we need a book, a 240-page book, to explain what Mel did so clearly in two minutes in her talk? So I initially resist getting the book. But because reference to it kept popping up in several places, and Mel Robbins is one of the most sought-after motivational speakers in the world, and the book sold over a million copies and was translated at least into 32 languages, I decided to listen to it in Audible. I love her story. How Mel discovered the five-second rule and the realization that knowing what you need to do isn't enough to create change. As I like to say, insight is not enough. It was powerful to listen to how she struggled to get out of the bed each morning, how she never felt like getting up, how eating the snooze button was a habit so difficult to break, and how the five-second rule changed that. It was interesting to learn how research supports the five-second rule. The moment you have an instinct to act on a goal that is important to you, you can count backwards. Five, four, three, two, one, and physically move or your brain will stop you with excuses, fears, and anxiety. As Mel put it, whenever you feel an instinct fire up to act on a goal or a commitment, or the moment you feel that yourself excitate on doing something and you know that you should do, use the rule. Start counting backwards to yourself. Five, four, three, two, one. The counting will help you focus on the goal or commitment and distracts you from the hurries, thoughts, and fears in your mind. As soon as you reach one move, that's it. It's so simple, but let me hammer this home one more time. Anytime there is something you know you should do, but you feel uncertain, afraid, or overwhelmed, just take control by counting backwards. Five, four, three, two, one. That will quiet your mind. Then move when you get to 
when. It all made sense, but I kept resisting. With a startling resemblance to my teenager self's defiance and annoying, I can do better attitude. I have two masters and a PhD in psychology. I'm a board certified coach and an expert in human potential. I know many different avenues of helping people change. This can be one way, but there are other ways too. <laughs> sure. But the reality is that even being able to wake up early, I couldn't break my habit of hitting the snooze button. And the idea of implementing the five, four, three, two, one, launch out of bed to begin my day, start to grow on me. So, more than halfway through the book. I decided to give it a try. Why not? And guess what? It worked. And 30 days later, it's still working. The proof was in the pudding. I wake up early without hitting the snooze button. And I have started honing my mornings. Another concept from the book. Suddenly, I had time to do yoga to start running again. Powerful stuff. Why had I resisted so long? I began to recriminate myself, but I recognized I was falling into the trap of my critical voices. So I decided to use the five-second rule in a different way. Five, four, three, two, one. Be gentle with myself. I'm now embracing the five-second rule to help me stop and start all kind of things. That's what counts. I often invite people to see their thoughts, feelings, and behaviors as a triangle. Instead of seeing them in a linear, unidirectional way, imagine a triangle with one of the sides representing your thoughts or mindsets, another your feelings or emotions, and the other side our actions or behaviors. If a triangle loses one of its sides, it ceases to exist. The same thing is true of the change you want to create in your life. Change happens when you think feel and act into being and you can start the same change process by entering any of these three sides in any order at any time and shifting one side will change the other sides too conscious or unconscious the five second rule is a great example of starting the change process with a simple action that can lead to a powerful mindset shift. And we can expand a lot of possibilities this way. As Mel Robbins says it, just do it. It's a concept. It's what you need to do. The five-second rule is a tool. 
it's how you make yourself doing it. End quote. So, if you feel inspired to know more about the five-second rule, go ahead and get the book or go and listen to Mel's TEDx. Just five, four, three, two, one, and expand what's possible. Expanding possibilities, the mindset zone. Thank you for listening, and remember to visit mindset.zone. Yes, instead of .com, it's .zone. There you can find all the episodes and other amazing resources, all at mindset.zone. As always, I'm so grateful you are here. Expand what's possible for you, for the ones around you, for the world. <laughs>